as our parents age, it's something that, you know, many of us do consider. Um, but also with the levels of inflation lately, I've seen some families decide, hey, you know, we can pool our resources and get a property together that works well for both families. And that's what we're doing. So Hey y'all, Katie here with Team Evo AZ at EXP Realty. We are so excited for season four of Real with Matt and Katie, and we have so much juicy real estate goodness lined up for you for this season. Thank you so much for following us and for listening to our show. Remember, we are based in the Phoenix, Arizona area. So if you're interested in buying a home, selling a home, or you just have general real estate questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We are a valley-wide team. Our handle is at Team EvoAZ on all of your favorite social media platforms. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. It's Katie and Matt. We are that real estate married couple talking a lot about real estate and a little bit about life based in the Phoenix area. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> and while you're at it, please do us a favor, like follow, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're listening right now to the audio, or if you are watching this video, please on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, hit the subscribe button, the follow button, whatever it is that's up there. And that way you'll be notified for future shows because yeah, it's cool. You should do it. You should. Let's jump into this. Let's do People it. People want to hear some stuff. What are we talking about today? Um, lots of good things. Um, actually a really, really important topic. And I think it's a, it's a topic that's going to resonate amongst our generation. Um, and it's planning. It's ultimately planning for multi-generational, the, the chances that you might have be having family or a parent or parents or someone moving in or sharing real estate, sharing the expense and taking on this challenge as a team. Right. Well, as our parents age, it's something that, you know, many of us do consider, um, but also with the levels of inflation lately, I've seen some families decide, hey, you know, we can pool our resources and get a property together that works well for both families. And that's what we're doing. So yeah. we're just going to talk a little bit about that and talk about what your options are out here in the in the Phoenix jungle. Um as far as those types of properties that can accommodate more than one family. So yeah. I am just going to share the good old MLS here in just a second. And we'll take a peek at some of those properties. So we have four properties in particular here that we sort of wanted to showcase. Um, and, and they're all a little bit different. When we think about bringing families together, oftentimes we think about, well, um, let's get something with a separate casita. So we've got a main home. Mm -hmm. We have a totally separate guest house, you know, whether it's in the back or on the side or, or whatever. Um, and, and that's an option. That's a a decent option. I mean, a yeah. lot of people take that option. So here's just an example of what a home with a casita looks like. I'm going to um, flip through the pictures of this particular one really quick, just so that you can kind of get a feel. I'm going to go quickly because there are 83 photos of this Jeez, one. Fast, I know, fast, right? Fast, fast. Um, but there you can see the casita in the back. You can see, you know, how the property is laid out. So there's quite a bit of space there. Uh, and a lot of people like this option. 
Yeah, and and I think this option is also kind of fitting to the times because um, maybe you're kind of planning and you're like a few years out and you don't know if this is going to happen, but having that casita also gives you the ability to kind of play that VRBO Airbnb route where you can rent this out, maybe get some additional cash flow to help you out with the mortgage. Um, you know, so that that's another really good feature if you're, you know, trying to calculate the investment and, you know, and plan. Yeah. If you can, I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, make sure if, if there's an HOA, make sure that your HOA does allow that. Um, I'm just going back through the pictures of the casita because I did flip through them kind of quick, just so that everybody can get a second look. Yeah. Um, Perfect size, you know, but that's a great point. Uh, you, we do have some clients that rent out their casita, um, you know, seasonally, or maybe they have a, a tenant in there that's a little bit more long-term. Yeah. Um, but you can have an additional, you know, form of cash flow, which is a really great idea as you're sort of preparing to have whomever come and take that space at some point in the future. Yeah. So that's your traditional main home casita. Then we have this cool thing that Lennar came out with. Lennar is a builder. If you haven't heard of them um, in the area, they came out with this single story next gen, which is pretty cool because it's two homes. So, so sort of the casita option, but it's all under one roof. And I think there's a couple of builders that are sort of copying yeah. them at this point. But Lennar, yeah. as far as I know, was the first person to come out with the next gen or the first builder. So this is the front door of both properties. So you've got the main home front door and then the front door for the casita. So the casita, although it's under the same roof, does have its own exit entrance yeah. area. So, you know, you can, you can remain separate. This is the floor plan. So you can kind of see um, in the front here, in the foyer, you know, where the um, two doors are that we just looked at. And then this sort of grayed out bluish area here is the next gen option so you can see it's got a walk-in closet bedroom bathroom kitchen living area and it does have one bay of the garage so it's essentially separate but under the same roof yeah which once again is a great option and it's one of those things too that if you know that hey something's going to be inevitably happening you know this makes sense for our family now even if you have like teenage kids and you know what hey you know what? there's a good chance these kids are going to be shuffling out going to college but hey mom and dad might be coming in or coming out to visit or so on and so forth. Like this is just such a great option. Being under the, the 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 footprint of the home also allows you to kind of customize it. If you didn't want it to be the next gen and just wanted to be a theater room separate, I mean, it's ultimately just going to be one single home. So it's very very versatile. Super versatile, and that's true because there is a door in between the sort of the main home and the the next gen home. Mm -hmm. So you could, you know, just always keep that door open. Maybe a, a kid's bedroom or your guest bedroom is in there, which is quite nice for guests. It's got the kitchenette. Yep. It'd be kind of cool to have a theater room in there because you got the kitchen. You know, you can have your snacks and everything yeah. right, right close. Um, so that is a great great point to bring up, Matt. Because again, if you get into one of these properties and your other person isn't living there yet then it does offer you a little bit of flexibility in the yeah. floor plan, you know, in a way Absolutely. to use that And property. also if you're running a small business, you know what I mean? If you didn't want someone coming into the main home and you were doing some, you know, whether you're doing some massages or whatnot, something simple, um, obviously you got to be careful with what you're doing business-wise in a right. home, but right. at the same time, the application of this could be really fitting to what you're trying to achieve with your, with your small business. Absolutely. The next sort of option that one might look into when doing something like this is um, multi sort of multifamily duplex yeah, right yeah. yeah duplex 
There we go. Yeah. That was the word that I was searching for. Thank you. I'm here. I got you. Thank you. And what's so cool about that is you, um, I don't know, not a lot of people know this, but FHA loan limit. So FHA only requires three and a half percent down. It is a government backed loan. Um, FHA loan limits uh, do increase for a duplex as long as the person purchasing the home lives in on one side, right? Lives in one of the units, then you can use FHA financing, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, for a duplex, the so for a single family home, FHA limits are 441,600. So 441,600 is the loan limit for FHA for a single um, here in Arizona. Okay. For a duplex, it's 565,300. So it kicks it up quite a bit. Yeah. And then for a triplex, again, you only have to live in one of the units. For a triplex, it's 683,350. So might be interesting to look into FHA finance. And, and, and this is another good plan, especially if let's just say you're on the later scope of, of life. Let's say your kids are older, um, family might be moving in, you're in your 50s plus. This could be a great, great option for ultimately, hey, your parents are going to move in, they're elderly, this is going to help them enjoy that last stage of life, they're close to you. But then you also know that, hey, once they move on and life continues, you're now at that stage where you might want to be traveling. And that can easily turn into a, a good source of income for your retirement. Yeah. And then you know you have this other unit for you to lock and leave wherever you're doing, traveling the world or whatnot. Um, but it turns into a great investment that's very diverse. And you can you know, ultimately kind of manipulate it to best fit your needs at that time. Rent them both out once you decide to go. Um, and, uh, you know, um, multifamily in Arizona is, is something that's, that's screaming right now. Um, it was once in kind of areas that were questionable, um, but now we're really, really seeing people investing tons of money uh, into these areas. And wow, they're awesome. You're, you're, you can really, really see a good investment in these areas. Totally agree with that. And then the last option um, here is the example here is looking at property that's that's not in an HOA is probably going to be your best bet. Although I think there are some HOAs out there that will allow you to actually build your own casita. Um, you just have to talk to them, you know, before purchasing the home. If you've identified a home that you think would be a really great fit for you, it's got a larger lot. And eventually maybe you, you've considered taking parents on or, you know, other family members. And, and this is like a future thing. Definitely talk with the HOA uh, during your inspection period. Make sure that it is okay to do what you're looking to do. Yeah. Uh, and here's a great example. This one's out in surprise. This this option is is really really good on a, on a few different levels. I feel like especially if you are, you know, um, younger and you're really looking to kind of treat maybe your home not just as a home but as an investment. Um, what this would allow you to do is ultimately maybe find a, a home that's on a larger lot, but maybe a smaller structure, something that you could grow into, and you know that a hey maybe we build a casita that's just going to be additional square footage for our family, for an office, for something like that, or hey it's going to be perfect for the in-laws, um, and then ultimately hey it could also turn into that cash flow investment that we were talking about as far as VRBO goes. Um, the reason I like this too is it's kind of speculating. We know that right now. Um, building costs are extremely high. Um, so it's one of those things that you could get in and kind of plan for the future and take advantage of when they do come down, which they inevitably will, um, and really take advantage of that. 
yeah so without it, moving <laughs> it's all about planning really i mean just think about hey you know here's where i'm at here's the resources that i have here's what my needs are now here's what i know my future needs are going to be and i think that will sort of help obviously speak with your professional and they'll sort of help guide you in in that direction and which one of these options might be the best option for you um, the last thing that i think is important to consider and is important to research and and really know about especially when you're bringing in two families and you are sharing resources, perhaps, you know, each paying for half or however you have that worked out with your family member. I think it's really, really important to understand the different ways of taking title in Arizona. And I have this linked in the show notes so you can take a look at this and, you know, take your time with it and study it. I would also suggest chatting with either a title officer at a local title company. We prefer Magnus Title Agency. We love Denise Sweeney, by the way. Um, <laughs> give her a call and, and talk with her. She'd be very happy to guide you along or even a real estate attorney. Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's super important to kind of get your ducks in a row and think about this. Um, just so you're not making these, having to make these decisions under pressure last minute. Um, or you find out that you, in the, the hard way of doing things when something bad does happen and you realized, oh, I wish I had thought about that more. Yeah, exactly. It's super important. Um, so for those of you who are just listening to the audio, ways of taking title in Arizona, the common ways are community property, um, joint tenancy, tenancy in common, community property with rights of survivorship, and title holding trust. So check those out. Again, I've got the link in the show notes. And uh, again, very, very important thing to take a look at if you're considering this option. Yeah. So we figured we'd share this with you because it is uh, it seems to be very, very relevant right now. We have a lot of clients exploring these options. And then, you know, we're seeing it amongst our generations and ourselves. Personally, you just start yeah. really considering this stuff in your 40s and saying, all right, what's really going to be happening here over the next decade or two? Yeah, it's so, definitely a conversation that we've had. Yeah, it's def- and it's ultimately something you want to be like preparing for proactive versus reactive. Yeah, 100%. So, Well, our doors are always open. If you have any questions at all, if you want to talk about this topic or any other topic relating to Arizona real estate further, you can always reach out to us. We are at Team EvoAZ. That's our handle. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Just shoot us a message. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, maybe you're in the real estate industry, you've got something that you'd like to share, or you just really are huge fans of us and want to talk to us, that's cool too. Shoot us a message and let us know why you'd like to be on the show. While you're at it, again, we request on your favorite podcast platform that you subscribe, download, and rate us so that we can get this real information out to the real people. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Until next time.